Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, beloved of God. You're welcome to another episode of my 365 Devotional Challenge. Before we go in, let's say a word of prayer. Father, Lord, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you praise for another wonderful day. We say we give you all, 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 all that we can muster. Everything about us, we surrender it to you right now. Take charge, take control, take preeminence of our lives and everything that is going to come out of us. Let it be ordained by you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Beloved of God, I just want to say a big thank you to Jesus. Today I woke up to the news that my nephew, as he was trying to open the glass door to his house, that's my first nephew, by the way, as he was trying to open the glass door to his house, then the glass broke and tore through his arm. Uh, you don't want to see this injury. I've never had such an injury in my life as an old man that I consider myself to be. But for a little boy, belly, belly, belly ten, to have such a ghastly injury on his arm, I felt like weeping. I felt like crying. My emotions wanted to take the best of me. But I thank God for helping me put it in check. So I set out to pray. But as I set out to pray, I just realized myself praying for Jerusalem. I just realized myself, you know, giving God thanks for Jerusalem. I, I don't know what happened. I wanted to pray for passion, my nephew. But I just saw myself switching and, 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 and blessing the king of Jerusalem, the eternal king of Jerusalem. <laughs> I don't know. So God, is this how you walk? Not undermining the beauty. Not undermining the wonders that he wrought in the life of my nephew by keeping him alive. So I started an hashtag, um, total healing, no scar hashtag. And, um, you know, <laughs> I was supposed to be crying and things like that. Too, but I just found myself blessing the king of, of Jerusalem. And you and I know who the king of Jerusalem is. Thank you, Jesus. That's Jesus. I just love him. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just love him. I just love him. Um, I don't <laughs> I don't know about you. I'm so sorry. I'm all giggly. I'm all delighted. I'm all happy. Because the parents, pa Passion's parents, my sister and um, Apostle Paul, the husband, they, they, they seem to be so cool about it. I don't, I don't such, this manner of faith is not seen. Is it in Israel now or in Lagos now? I've not seen this kind of faith. They are so cool about it. The glass almost chopped this boy's forearm off. But the parents are so cool going about church, church activities and they're just being all churchy. And when I wanted to, to go sober and go crying and switch into my God, please, God, please, God, please mood, I just realized myself praising the king of Jerusalem. <laughs> and yesterday we had a song that we sang that the reign of, of God's grace, God's presence, God's love, God's peace beyond Jerusalem. And I don't know, something about Jerusalem. I even have Jerusalem hat on. Some like a do-rag that says I love Jerusalem. I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is with Jerusalem. I don't know what it is with Jerusalem. But I just want to say thank you, Jesus. Thank you for Jerusalem. Thank you for the things that are happening all over the world and all around the world. I'm so pleased. I thank you for passion because I know that even the pains will subside. And the boy's health will be restored. Total healing, no scar. That's our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Then, I don't know if you've heard 
of what is happening in California with um, the coronavirus and um, the spread of the coronavirus. And I don't know, probably I'll delve into that tomorrow. I don't know. But, you know, a whole lot is happening in California. And I just want us to put Governor Gavin Newsom into prayers. This is an opportunity for us to win his soul. This is not an opportunity for us to hate on him for being so radical or so leftist. It's not about left and right, for being so anti-church. No, this is not the time to hate on him. This is the time to pray for him. Because we know what is wrong with him. And that is that the God of this world has blinded his eyes from seeing the light of the gospel of Christ. But we are praying those blindfolds off his eyes now so that he can see the essentiality, or if that's even correct, the necessity of the body of Christ gathering, singing, praying, and worshiping God. We need this. Then I was watching um, one, of my, one of my subscriptions today and um, a call for an uprising, and I saw cages upon cages, upon cages, upon cages. The, the, video, the short video was, was just picked the front row of the cages, so we don't even know how deep or how far in those cages were lined on a farm, on a farm property somewhere in California. I've, Carus, I've forgotten the, the, the name of the place in California. I don't know if you can even pick such an information off Google. But cages, cages, cages. There's nothing wrong with having cages, sincerely. They can have cage for dogs. Maybe you can have cage that you can store your fruits and things like that. Since it's in a farm, since the cages were found in the farming community or on a farmland. But those cages had toilets in them to indicate that they were human cages. California? And the way I'm seeing this pastors, like um, Pastor John MacArthur, the pastor of the, the lead pastor of... Um, of the of um, Grace Community Church in California, I think that the pastor is just going to hold another service because um, the Grace Community Church had um, sued Governor Newsom, or I think the state of California or the governor, for barring them from holding services. And um, a local judge had ruled in favor of the church, so the church were happy, or the church was happy, and then um, they, they were gathered for their service just for an appeal court to rule against the church, that the church shouldn't gather indoors, and um, all the restrictions and things that they were talking about. And I don't know, maybe to them it's a victory. To the world, maybe it's a victory. Maybe to the governor, to the state of California, maybe it's a victory. But to the church, it's even a bigger victory, because a bigger opportunity just opened up for us to reach lost souls. And I don't think that Pastor John MacArthur is going to keep to that, to that um, earthly ordinance. I think he's going to go right ahead and host another church service. I don't know. But if he does that, what do you think is going to happen? The Lord, the, the, the Lord might want to grab him, maybe throw him into jail and things like that. Or maybe if the jails are congested, why? Why? What, what's up with those human cages? What is the plan for these human cages? If you want to see more, you can um, go to YouTube and then check out a call for an uprising. When you, check, when you check out a call for an uprising, you're going to see today's video. I think I'm probably today or yesterday's video that he posted with these cages on it. So you can listen for yourself. God bless you, beloved of God. You know, I, um, I, am, I, am, one of, I am one excited, excited guy right now. Tying in everything that I've spoken about today in the devotional. My nephew, you know, the accident he had and then, um, the healing that is assured. 
don't forget the hashtag hashtag total healing no scar you know the healing that has occurred the um the old C19 thing, and then um, the cages. We don't even know if those cages are for people that will be rejecting the vaccines, or maybe it's for human trafficking. We don't even know what it is for. But we're just speculating that whatever they throw at us, they cannot topple the king of Jerusalem. They cannot topple the groom of the church. If you want to see how, how bad a man is, go and, be, go and be playing with his wife. They are playing with Jesus' oh. wife. They are playing with, they are molesting Jesus' wife. <laughs> Will this work? Never. You can't win. When it comes to that battle, you can't win. You're talking Jesus here. Jesus had died, went into the pit, went into the grave, grabbed the keys. Didn't you read? Didn't you hear what he did? He threw principalities and powers. As he threw them all over the place in their own kingdom. And he grabbed the keys to life and death. And he arose, hallelujah, the spirit of God that raised him from the dead. That same spirit working in us, the bride of Christ. So no shaking. We stand gidiba, nothing do us. Instead of us to run away, there we will run away. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Jesus. Thank you so much, Lord. Um, you know, God has done a whole lot of things for us. So join me with us for a song. God has done it for me. What no man can do, he has done it for me again. What no man could do, he will do it for you. Only trust in him. Jesus has done great things for me. I can't help it but praise Him. Jesus has done something wonderful. I just want to praise. I just want to praise Him. I don't know about you, but me, I just want to praise Him. Thank you, beloved of God, for joining me for another episode of my 365 Devotional Challenge. I love you, but Jesus Christ loves you way, way more. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.